You must be 18 or older to listen to this podcast. When I snap my fingers, I want you to sit down on this big fucking tent pole, and I want you to sit down all the way. Matt and Ouija. No hesitation. You get that thing lined up with that butthole, and you sit straight down all the way. That's right. It's time for the big gay sex show with the two big studs themselves. You know what I want. Now give it to me. Give it to them, guys. And here now they are. Matt and Ouija. Sex. You just sit all the way fucking down on it. Oh, for fuck's sake. It's a wonderful winter day, a wonderful way to rain and snow in California. His Season one. His song is stupid. Season one, snow. Season two, fire. Rinse and repeat. <laughs> and you're in California. What? You can't got your tongue? No, you told me to. Uh, you told me to watch you. That change things have changed up. Oh no no! I I meant the the I reworked the intro a little bit. For, oh so my goodness! Make well, it smoother. Hello, hello. I wasn't smooth. I wasn't <laughs> well, smooth, X Lax. You know, you as you song. age. <sighs> I like ice cream. <laughs> There's your song. I got your song. I got ice cream like every childhood. Thank God that movie. I tell you. And then, of course, we went and saw... Quantumania. And... I enjoyed it on a base level. Mm Mm-hmm. I would say the same. It was action-packed, and uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah. I had some issues. Um, So you have... uh, Okay, they're my. I, I'm trying not to do any spoilers, but just letting you know if you're like, I don't want to hear anything about it. Just skip ahead a minute here. <clears throat> um, so you have Kickass uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, right? Yeah, white gold. And yeah, and so Mars. the first ten minutes of film, she's like cutting people's arms off. She's all like, I'm, I'm killer woman. I'm fabulous. And then the rest of the movie, she's all just like standing there being a hostage. I thought that was pretty fucked up. And also, you could take Wasp out of that film and lose nothing. And I'm not saying anything about her. I'm saying they did not give her a reason to be there other than just, well, she's part of the Ant-Man thing. Well, but I, I mean, I I think that's just life, though. Oh, yeah, there's but just, she, There's he, some storylines when we all just kind of take a seat... Yeah, and and I I would agree with that, and I would get that. But it seemed like they tried to give everybody else at least one kick-ass moment. And what did she get? Did I miss it? Well, she was part of the you know final fight scene, which you know there was some. She was helpful for the final fight scene, but that was it. You're right. No, I mean, you're completely correct that they underutilized her. Yeah. But, um. So. They had a lot of people in that cast, though. Oh yeah. And honestly, when when they brought his daughter in. I mean, Wasp kind of took a backseat. Well, know. right. And then, of course, they did the whole cliche father-daughter, you know, at odds thing. And 
I don't know. I, and, and it's totally cool to do that. I mean, there's only so many plots and stuff you could do. You can totally have that, but it was just kind of cookie cutter. Like, they didn't really... It's like most Marvel films have some sort of emotional depth to them. And I'm not just talking the main character ones. And in this one, I just... I didn't feel it. Yeah, well, the last handful, I, I have not felt... Um, I have not been as happy with the latest wave. Mm-hmm. Um, was it Phase 4, Phase 5, whatever? Yeah. I, I haven't been very... I don't know. I think they kind of need to kind of calm down and maybe just focus on major things. Well, I, I think... Well, I mean, I can see that. And some are arguing, stop doing these, you know, secondary, third-dairy characters as mains. But I disagree with that because you can you can do a really great film with whoever as mm-hmm. the lead focus if you do it really well. And that's one of the things about Marvel is they have almost, except for, say, maybe the thir- first Thor and then Iron Man 2, they really have always delivered. They've always made you like, really invested in the characters and... and you know, they were like, oh, Spider-Man, really? We're going to do that again? And here comes the best Spider-Man. Three movies later, we're still like, hey, more of that, dude. Mm-hmm. You know? So, more of that, please. Well, yeah. and, and they, I don't know. They've become... <clears throat> like, I have coworkers who are like, the last Thor one was just the most awful piece of shit ever. Oh, I totally disagree and with I that. And I totally agree, disagree as well. I'm, I thought it was awesome. I thought yeah. it was fun. I thought everybody got, you know, a moment. Um, yeah. I mean, the ending was a little, like, eh, for me, but I was still cool with it. Mm-hmm. You know. And then you have Love and Thunder. Yeah. But, and, but, what? well, I should say the little segment before the end of it, because the end of it, I thought was really fun. Mm-hmm. But, well, you, just you know. The, you know, the... The esoteric one, I didn't want to give away. Well, I guess it's been out, like, what, a year? Yeah. So, yeah, the whole, like, going to... Valhalla or getting the oh here's the wish that you get what do you want and you know oh uh, well, yeah it wasn't Valhalla it was Eternity uh, well one or the other yeah but um yeah anyway so I'm um, <coughs> like way off topic well you know Let's actually we're not because uh, the one thing that was uh, big gay sexy about uh, Ant-Man was Paul Rudd it was just as hot as ever I could have used a little face double but Still real hot. Yeah, he definitely has. Yeah, he he needs to kind of maybe toughen up, adopt some stubble. Yeah, some face scrub. Right. Well, anyway, hey, welcome to the Big Gay Sex Show, the Daddy Years, the podcast that tells you everything you ever wanted to know about gay sex and kangaroos. (coughs) Really? And didn't you say that last time? You're weird. You're weird. (laughs) Yo, weird. I'm Matt. No, no, you didn't I'm finish your. Luigi. You didn't finish your. And line. everything you still didn't. That's right. I'm Matt. Oh, are you Matt? I am. And I'm Ouija then, the Wonder Wanker. Uh huh. He is. He, he wonders why he's a wanker. Anyway, I wonder why he's a wanker. Uh, a quick reminder that Patreon offers listeners a way to support creators like us and receive rewards not open to the general public, like special, dirty audio clips. Patreon-only videos, vintage podcast archive access, naughty photos of Ouija and sometimes Matt, 
and more. Uh, if you want to become a patron of the show for as little as a dollar a month, go over to patreon.com slash bgss. We want to thank yes. our current patrons and our newest patrons. From our niece, mm-hmm. Fred and Enrique. Yes. And from what I understand, this is the Enrique. I just want you to know that your song inspires me. That's not Enrique, but... Oh, it's not Enrique Iglesias? (laughs) No, no. I mean, that maybe. Who who knows? But I'm just saying the song... I'm doing Ricky Martin's song when you're talking about Enrique, so... Totally That's weird. Yes. Well, anyway, welcome to our new Twitter and Instagram followers. And as of this month, we will no longer be using uh, Bastodon. uh, Not for any nefarious reasons we just plot to keep up to and we don't really have anyone interacting with us so everybody said they were quitting twitter and they're running to mazadon mm-hmm. mazadon is not as uh ready for us as we thought well that and so, since the the servers are individually owned and operated by individuals uh, even though they're part of the mazadon collective um we like my main account server closed so, anyway, moving on, uh, we also will, uh, I know we're not currently use, utilizing our Reddit, but we'll get back to building that up in the future. Just don't leave me on Reddit. Reddit. Uh-huh. Um, uh, welcome to our new listeners in Norway, my uh, country of origin, and the U.S., my other country of origin, because uh-huh. I am an American made with Norwegian parts, and as always, sending love to our Ukrainian listeners. And don't forget that the March 2023 issue 51 of Desert Heat Magazine is out with cover models Ruben Fox, J.P. Rugger, and Mr. Rogers. <gasps> I always knew it. Mr. Rogers has passed. That's sad, Matthew. Did you have a crush on Mr. Rogers no. when you were a kid? I know. Did you? Oh, my God. Don't tell me you did. Do you? Would you, would did you, you? Would you have done him? No. What? No, Mr. Rogers, he's such a good guy. Uh, no, the thing, the biggest turnoff for me was his sweaters. <laughs> He'd always have to come in and then put on like his it's house sweater. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Look he, at my new sweater. Well, my it's mom, the same old sweater. My mom was horrible. My mom was always like, "I just know that man's a pedophile." Oh my god, I'm just like, like a preacher. Well, that doesn't help. Well, well, so my mom was very con- convinced that he must be a pedophile. And I was like, oh, that's horrible to say that. And then it's like everybody else that she was like, oh, yeah, you can listen to that. You can do that. And they all turned out to be pedophiles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he was the only safe one. Actually, from what I understand, he didn't actually like children. That was a rumor, at least. Uh, he wasn't a big fan of children. Well, not either. So, who knows? <coughs> who knows? But we're me. not known as the big gay Mr. Rogers Show. That's true. We don't care about our neighbors. So, uh, let's, uh, so anyway, Desert Heat, though. Yes. So download a, download a free copy of Desert of the magazine at DesertHeatMag.com. Yes, download that, and then you can download into your cum rag. Hey, Ouija. What? I was suffering from Bader Palm, but now I have Bader Bomb. All right, Bader Bomb. And folks, if you have not tried Bader Bomb, do it. It's empowering men with self-care, one penis at a time. It is beautiful, because actually I ordered more. more I love more, the Bader Bomb more. original, but I needed to try the Bader Bomb XL. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to... Go and ahead. Let me tell you, mm. the Bader Bomb is awesome, yes. but Bader Bomb XL 
changed my life again. What? Yes. I'm here to tell you folks, Vader Bomb XL um, made my goon session goonier? So much yummier. <laughs> yes. No, it's liquor. Um, it it, slicker? Uh, I never know her. Uh, I got a slicker license. Uh, um, so, uh, Beta Bomb XL. Definitely try it out. If you are a gooner and you do like long sessions, Beta Bomb XL. Now, Beta Bomb regular is great for just, you know, your day to day. But XL, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. And yes, we are not paid to uh, no, do this. It's not a paid we, advertisement. We, uh, it literally is an endorsement of Beta Bomb's products. We and also. It. Um, you know, we use it, and it also is a you know gay owned and operated, um, you know, uh, business. Business. So yeah. I mean, I'm all about that. Totally. Um, Our money local. I actually want to order uh, order some it. more and um, get the uh, get the unscented. Yeah, Matthew yeah. needs some unscented. I love the scent. Uh, the scent is uh, slight. It, there's like a honey fire, hmm? uh, wood fire. It's like. Uh, um, I even bought the candle. I love the smell so much. Yeah, no, it's really cool, but, you know, I just like some uh, unscented issues. So, you know, I'm not walking through the house, people are like, hey, why do you smell like a campfire? What oh, I've already had horrors go, oh my God, what's that smell? It's intoxicating. I'm like, and you're like, I didn't shower today. <laughs> uh, I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. My pits. Ew. I mean, not ew. I get it i'm not totally like turned off by it but ew. Just, they're like what is yeah. that fragrance i'm like it's yeah. called ew <laughs> well yeah <laughs> uh, that would be funny actually to sell a product called ew well now we didn't copyright it we just lost another yep. million yeah. I, I do that all the time well hey for erotic balls to the wall sex videos go check out taylor imagined over at taylorimagined.com and he's got some amazing new content out He's getting to work with some really cool models. Excellent. Yup. One day I'll see them, Taylor. Well, one day I'll see them. Huh? Huh? Okay. One day we'll I've all seen see them. them. They're really cool, and you haven't. So, ha. ha. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, he's got, you know, he he's got it in like a an OnlyFans or Fansly or something. Like oh, that. okay. Go, well, let me go. go do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll you go pay for him, it. Give him some money. You should. You should uh, totally pay for it. Yep. Yep. Uh, hey, anyway, uh, also erotica readers enjoy hot shorts and ongoing celebrity and taboo stories at cumfans.com. Cumfans. Yes. Hey, Nephi actually asked us a question. Nephi, I have your answer. <laughs> well, unfortunately, he doesn't. Anyway. Um, Atlantis Events, in conjunction with Royal Caribbean, has announced a strict ban on posting sexually explicit content from its ships on social media. What do you guys, and he asked, what do you guys think about the new cruise ship policy? You know, I, I okay, so I have been on um, the cruise ship for the Caribbean, and uh, I did it during um, the ass end of COVID period, and, you know, they had shut down all their sexier parties that um, involved some sexy, sexy time. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently I missed the last one, which actually did have very specifically sex charged and sex encouraged um, events. Wow. Um, not on Atlantis, but another one, another gay cruise. Um, and so I could I honestly see how there would be people recording, you know? Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Um, and I get it. I really do. Um, 
Uh, well, okay. So here's a question: If yeah. you're in your if you're in your uh, cruise ship room uh-huh. and you're like laying on your bed and you're all naked and everything, and you take a, a photo of yourself and you're like, "Hey, I'm on a cruise," you know, here I am, spread open. Who wants me? Whatever. And you post that to your Twitter account. Mm-hmm. And then that's against their rules, and you could get in trouble for that because you took that photo and posted it, even though it's of yourself. Mm. You posted it on the on social media, so that you're basically endorsing, "Hey, look at me! I'm all sexed up and whatever on on their ship." Uh-huh. And they don't want you to do that cruise. anymore. Yeah, um, I think it's silly, honestly. I mean. The world is a big place, and uh, mm. you know, people are having sex. I mean, hell, there's people having sex somewhere in some park right now. You think that they're endorsing that park? Do you think they're putting it up Let's on? Let's go. You know, they're <laughs> putting it up on the uh, Twitter, you know, with a, hey, at Roosevelt Park, I'm taking it up the ass. Right. Here's a picture of me in front of the sign for Roosevelt Park, <laughs> taking it up the ass. <laughs> and that might be a little, little much, you know? Mm. I don't know that too many people are going to be like, you know what, since I'm on a Royal Caribbean ship, let me put my penis next to the Royal Caribbean soap. <laughs> right. And take a picture and then endorse Royal uh, Caribbean. Or what What about an OnlyFans? Like if somebody did an OnlyFans scene in their room on the ship. Well, I, well, you know what? They are in a closed area behind the door. I think anybody with half a brain would know that they are not... Now, see, I assumed that they meant that the Atlantis events were... Like, one of the cruise ships, they open up their basketball court at night. Mm-hmm. Their basketball court's typically at the very top, very top level. Mm. Really, nobody's nobody's seeing anything. Um, there may be a camera or two out there for security reasons, for safety. Um, in case somebody <laughs> mm-hmm. goes down and there's nobody to, you know. Oh, there's system. lots of people going down. Well, and, and so, so I, mean, I could see if maybe it was like a, one of their sex parties. And they're recording that and then mm. putting it up. I mean, because you got you know all these people out there that. Well, yeah, because you're not consenting. Area. Yeah, but still. You're in a public area having sex. I think actually they don't need consent, uh, but there is a questionable feature and a factor to that. Even if there isn't a, a written type or a legal consent, there should still be like implied the consent. Im- implied well no implied consent is what we're talking about. Mm. Um, uh, there should be, uh, like, there should just be, like, an unspoken, you don't do this. Mm. Like, you know, if we were out and, you know, met some hot guy while we were, like, a Dairy Queen or something, mm-hmm. and he's all like, hey, I'll do, a, you I, know, I like whatever, Dairy Queen. and you guys are doing it, I'm not going to be, like, snapping photos of it and posting it on the Twitter going, hey. If I'm if I'm railing some guy next to the soft serve, there better be fucking cameras going. Well, and that's fine for your personal use. No, but going, like, that's just going on Twitter. Anyway, but if you post it on Twitter, then that's your thing. You know, you're, you're taking control. But even though I might be watching it or recording it for you or whatever, which, weird, uh... It would still be my implied, like, I, I ain't posting anything, you know, this isn't my stuff to post, basically. Mm-hmm. I have to respect your privacy in the fact that you're getting railed in a DQ parking lot. Uh, or, I mean, you're railing in a DQ, whatever. Yeah. So, the point is, there just seems to be, like, a, 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 a you should have, what do they call it, like a, a gentleman's agreement that you don't post other people fucking around unless 
they told you. Well, it's everybody okay. seems to have a different uh, take on that because I, I do remember there is a, a, a summer pool party that happens here in Sacramento, mm-hmm. and it's hosted by some really naughty naughty men. And uh, thank you, naughty men, for hosting parties. Yes, I, I love you, <laughs> naughty men. I, yes. I wish the world had more naughty men in it. But um, the two naughty men in question who threw the party. They went through and they took pictures of everybody in their sex rooms. Oh, and my. I, have, I think people were a little too busy to, to realize that they were, you know, in a photo shoot. Huh. So, um, but the funny thing about that is that somebody, that one of the hosts, in not maybe one of their, their brightest moments, um, went ahead and posted that on the Facebook page what? for that party. Oh, shit. So not only, you know, did the judgy queens of the, the community... Um, you know, get leaked out. You know, some of those pictures got leaked out to them. Mm. Um, you know, those judgy queens, you know, went ahead and reposted those into areas, that, you know, that they shouldn't have. And wow. So, just remember, folks, you might not think, it's like, it. you might not think that it is inappropriate to do, but if it's not a picture of you, think twice about doing it. Right. Um, I had somebody do that to my picture. I did kind of a joke picture of, I mean, I wasn't fully nude, but I had a, a mistletoe covering my, my junk. Oh, yeah. And I was, I was, you know, sending it out as like a, my, you know, the Christmas card I wish I had made, you know? Yeah, I think we posted something like one of those on, mm-hmm. on and our that Patreon. Was fine for Patreon, but it wasn't fine for the guy to put it on Facebook. Right. Okay. And considering that he also works with my cousin... You know, and so, you know, so anytime that you are taking camera or video of anybody else, honestly, say to yourself, you know, maybe this is something I should ask that person Mm -hmm. before I go posting anything. Right. So, yeah. So as far as Atlantis events, I mean, I think if it's you and you're posting something of yourself, that's none of their goddamn business. Well, that and if you're doing it like in private areas... Mm-hmm. You know, like your room or your bathroom or whatever. You know, you're not like you said earlier. You're not standing in front of the ship sign with your dick out and a dildo up your ass. You know, being all mm-hmm. like, "Hey, I'm on a land cruise." Yep, I know. You know. It's like like my dick when I used to like you know get a wiener sizzle cup. I'd be like, oh God! Know, America loves a wiener. You know, yes. uh, and I put my penis next to it. That is a picture that I would give to just a select few. Right. It's not you know. A, picture I would put up to endorse Wiener Stencil, <laughs> even though I do endorse Wiener Stencil when it comes to their crowd yeah, dogs. So, so here's, here's, well, here, uh, here's the thing. Is all beef. Was, uh, was either one of them a chili dog? No. <laughs> I would not put my penis near a chili dog, because oftentimes I pull it out and it looks like a chili dog. Oh, oh no Hershey's kisses for you. I know. So uh, and, you know, folks, I mean, accidents happen. Oh, yeah. There's right, no shaming. Let's, let's try to make sure that we're extra clean. Right. Give it an extra little swish. Well, and that's, I remember seeing one of our one of our Twitter people that we follow uh, doing this whole thing about, you know, how his partner, like, fell apart or something. And it's like, oh, you top two shame bottoms if they have any little problem or anything. You know, they're not completely whatever and, and how dare you tell them bad things it's like uh, you know what shit happens but the point is if you're trying to take care of it not like the first guy i fucked mm-hmm. who that was a shitty experience Art. i mean it, it was it was bad and he was somebody who went through 
the late 70s and early 80s in New York going to all the sex clubs and the sex houses and everything, and he apparently never douched himself or, mm. or, and, or you know, had a good diet, uh. if that's the method mm. you choose. And I'm like, how the fuck did you fuck your way through all that stuff and never have anyone say, bitch, douche, mm. you know? So, yeah... That was that was not, and that was my first time. Mm-hmm. So imagine. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and we do want to influence the uh, young tops of the world to you know keep doing what they want to do, and uh, not to discourage them by giving them poopy butt. <laughs> you know, we want to give them fresh, clean butt. That's true. And uh, That's so think thing. about that yeah. next time you're going but, to. And again. Take cock. It's not shaming anyone who no. has a quick issue, but it's going to happen. It, yeah. it, it is. It is a you know. It's it's a work hazard. You know. We all. Um, well, if you're if you're going to have anal sex, eventually you're going to encounter mm-hmm. some shitty experiences. Just yes. the way it is. Just the way it is, baby. Anyway, so thank you, Nephi, for yes, that question. Nephi, that's very always interesting. It's always good to hear from you, and and I appreciate all that you bring to the table. <sighs> Bet you do. Certainly did that day. All right. Hey, Clifford Parker, who we've talked about before on the show, and uh, he said uh, he sent us some notes that he liked the show and thanks for talking about him and everything. Hot fucking daddy. And uh, you were the one who said y'all will know him because he has a big ball. Well, actually, he has now talked more about that. It is called a hydrocell, by the way. Uh, We have another friend who actually has that and worse. But anyway, um, so Clifford started talking about on uh, his Twitter that he's going to be going through surgery to have it, I don't know, removed or deflated or Mm. whatever. I think it's a removal uh, because we had our other friend has talked about he, you know, basically they just said, well, we'll remove it. So anyway... Um, he talked about how it's kind of been a hard decision for him and, and stuff like that, but he's going to do that. And so we just wish him well. And uh, if you are somebody that has a hydrocell or something, don't be ashamed of it. Mm-hmm. Do, you know, it's, yeah, clearly, it happens. Um, and a so, friend of mine uh, did have one of his removed, and, uh, mm-hmm. um, yeah, he, they put in a nudicle. And uh, huh. I would say... Uh, um, Oh gosh, it's a a fake ball. Yeah, and uh, yeah, no, he operates fine. It looks great. Mm. You know. Yeah, and you are anybody that doesn't know, you're totally fine with one ball. You know, it's all all good. Yeah. Whatever you need to do. Most of us are sons of two ball bitches, but in this <laughs> case, yeah. sometimes it only takes one. Right. Sometimes it only takes none. You know, and it's a big thing when you have. This to ball is a big thing. Well, yes, it is. But uh, it's it's a big thing when you have to make a decision like that. Like mm-hmm. it's a personal one. Yeah, yeah it's, you're having you know um, you know some work done to yeah. your body, and it is a very personal. And I guess his his you know like continued to grow most of his life, so it got it gets to a point where you know it can be cumbersome, especially when you want to wear small yeah. things out. That's our our other friend, even though he's he's a bigger guy. So when he wears pants, you don't really, you know, see the crotch area that much. But he said that, like, when he wears shorts, um, that, like, he can he's seen people, like, kind of stare at it because of the way it sticks out. Mm. Probably thinking that he's, like, super hung. 
Yeah, why I get that with uh, my khakis. I can I can't oh, wear dear. beige khakis at work. Yeah. Well, <laughs> a little too much bulge. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we too much BPL. We visible penis line. Are we done? I don't know. Are you done? <laughs> um. Anyway, but Clifford Packard, we we wish him a lot of yes, good stuff. We do. And you should go over and check out his porn because he's hot. He's he got is a great dick, hot, great face. Yeah. Does some good fantasies too. Fantasies. It's all about fantasies. Don't forget, IML is coming up on May 25th through 29th. Yeah, Matthew, what does IML stand for? It stands for International Mr. Leather. Okay. 2023. Huh. Wow. Why are they doing 2022? Huh? Uh, that was done last year. Hey, oh. it's uh, IMRL.com. Oh, uh, well, what's the R then? Well, actually, I wondered for a long time, but guess what? What? It stands for the ER, Mr. I, Mr. L. International mm-hmm. Mr. Leather. Anyway, interesting something to, to learn and grow on. Hey, uh, I got something for you, baby. What is it? Well, I did a poll on yeah on the Twitter. You did some polls, yes, on yourself. So here's the thing: I was watching some porn, as I do, and um, I think I scrolled through three or four or five different videos, and every single one of them, while the guy was getting fucked, said, "You're so big." Mm. It's so big. It's so big. Ah, it's so big. Ah. You're so big. And I kept hearing that over and over. And, I mean, I've been told that before. But for me, it kind of put me off because when I was told, I didn't believe it. Um, And it started to make me wonder how many people actually get told this and how does it make them feel? Mm. So before I get into the poll... How does it make you feel? Uh, he, he says he doesn't care. No, actually, um, you know, it depends on how they're saying it. I mean, most of the time it is, uh, it's nice. Yeah. You know, um, what if it's Gaper? Well, if it's coming from Gaper, I don't believe them. <laughs> you know I mean? Because, I mean, if, if your hole is so gapey. Uh-oh. Um, and, I mean, that's not a bad thing. I mean, you know. Right. But um, if you're going to tell me how big I am and I can barely feel your sides mm-hmm. of your hole, then I'm yeah. not going to quite believe you. I mean, yeah. just FYI. Okay, but as a general rule, it's a turn-on for you, for somebody oh, yeah. to tell you how big you are. You know, well, you're yeah, so big. I mean, the, the, and my favorite part is when they choke on it, then I'm like, okay, I'm good. Oh, yeah. That, you get one of those that ones that nice. doesn't choke, I'm like, God damn it. And then I've got to like, try, like, I'm just like shoving their head down there. I'm like, come on. <laughs> And then you're like, take the balls too, choke, damn it. Uh, eventually, they're, yeah, even if they're just like it. a little hiccup, I'm like, okay, I've done my job. Yeah. They're like, I didn't gag. I was like, shut up, because you did. You're like, gag on it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. I've been gag to that. It. I've been to that movie before. Anyway. Let's play so gag for, the beep. Oh, I hit my mic. Sorry. Oh, um, no. For me, it... Uh, okay, it's going... Um, it makes me just, it takes me out of the moment. It's more self-conscious. It's like, I don't need to hear that. I just need to hear that you're moaning and groaning and enjoying yourself, you know? You're moaning. You're groaning. Yeah. Anyway, hey, so here's here's the poll. Here's how it came out. So I asked, uh, regardless of your size, during sex, is being told 
you're so big, a turn on, a turn off doesn't matter or makes me self-conscious. So 38% said it was a turn on. Now this is out of 39 votes. Uh, 3% said a turn off. 31% says doesn't matter. And 28% said makes me self-conscious. Mm-hmm. That, that's kind of a close split between a turn on doesn't matter or makes me self-conscious. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Anyway, some of the comments, though, were also interesting. One one of our uh, our uh, respondees said that um, it that's never been said to me and put a crying face. And Aww. I answered and said, if somebody said that to you during sex, would it be an ego boost or would it make you self-conscious of your size if they were just saying uh, that, you know, it, it really believed it. Um, is it a good thing to say during sex? And it's, a, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they wrote back and said, it's ki- it, it's kind of like sexy, but I'd also be like, are you making fun of me? So they're saying, you know, oh, you're so sexy. And they would wonder if they make fun of me. So there's that. And then another uh, person uh, commented. <laughs> Well, I was trying not to give names, but yeah, uh, said it makes me self-conscious because I'm not particularly big. So I feel like it's just being said disingenuously. I'd rather it just wasn't commented on. Um, And that's, yeah. Anyway, those were the results. I just found them kind of interesting that it was so split. Yeah. Mm. That is very split. I don't understand the the, division. Why such a heavy? Well, I think split. it's it's pretty much in your head how you believe you you're you know, like if you are if you believe that you're big, or if you believe that you're not big, or you just like to hear that mm. you know as a as a verbal turn on cue. Um, but for people that may not believe that, it can take you out of the moment. Well, I okay, so I have a seven inch dick. Mm-hmm. And I oftentimes, you know, see porn, Twitter, the whole bit, and I'm like, oh my god, I must be like small because you know these mm-hmm. guys that are on Twitter. I mean, at granted, it's angle. I mean, hell, oh, yeah. there's many angles that I take, you know, a selfie of my dick, and and people are like, Jesus Christ, it's Godzilla, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, now I just gotta get familiar with your angles, people. Yeah, um, and do, yeah, really try your angles because you know, coming from above. You know, you got to play with, like, light and stuff like that. You know, it's just say with selfies, you know. I mean, honestly, the same principles for selfies as your dick pic is, is you know, pretty, you know, general, you know. Yeah, what's your best angle? What what shows um, you off the best? Exactly. And, you know, know when to, like, have a size comparison. You know, like, like I'll take, like, a, you know, a, a white claw and be like, I'm the same size as a white claw, you know. And, you know, there'll be moments like that, and especially in the summer when I've been drinking. Um, <laughs> I look, it's my penis, and here's a white claw. You know, <laughs> everybody's like, oh, wow, it's it, it's a, uh, his penis, and then it's a white girl drink. But um, Oh, look, here's a penis and a 9-volt battery. Exactly. See, and then 9-volt battery is like, oh, it's, it's still, questionable. I know we talked about it just earlier, but uh, I'm still like, I didn't, I don't know. We had a friend that, that. Uh, that I did a dick pic with a 9-volt battery. He ain't a friend no more. But I mean, I mean, his dick was obviously much larger than the nine volt battery, but it was just oh, such yeah. odd. You know, like some people put it like a quarter on top of their dick, so you get an idea of how thick it is. Right. But he just has his semi hard penis um, 
plop next to a nine volt battery, and it didn't right. quite make sense. So just you know, remember that too when you're taking a dick pic, you know, try to keep relevant in your photos. Right. The nine volt didn't quite make sense. Yeah. So. Yeah. Exactly. So anyway, interesting. But um, yeah. yeah. So so as a seven inch. Hmm? Penis haver. <laughs> yeah. As a man with a seven-inch penis, uh-huh. um, you know, I often see it as small. But then I got to remember, too, that, you know, maybe like two-thirds of the men I've met mm-hmm. have been smaller than myself. And a third have been, you know, either my size or larger. So, I mean, so you really kind of got to, you know, put it in perspective for yourself, however that works for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, find an angle that, you know, says, hey, you're doing okay, kid. And you really are. I mean... I mean, I don't, I don't mind, you know, smaller endowed men at all. Mm-mm. I mean, actually, I, en- I enjoy putting a smaller endowed dick in my mouth. Um, you know, if you try to choke me with that, I'm going to beat your ass, you know? Yeah. Um, but see, I'm that horrible person that will try to choke you, but if you try to choke me, then then it's on. Right. I'm going to beat you, and I'm going to Yeah, you, know, you, you prefer the, the pacifier, or, yeah. Yeah, so I like a pacifier. I like a good pacifier in my mouth. <laughs> I want my wubby. <laughs> I want my wubby in my mouth. Yeah, but yeah. So I mean, all dicks are, are beautiful. You just got to find your angle, right? Uh, totally. And especially when you, you uh, which we've talked about before, the the average size is between four and five point five inches. Wait, uh, no, five point seven. Well, five and a half. Well, and, you know, I, I mean, and although you know, I'm, I typically top. I still take a dick here and there, and you know, five inch dick is enough to like you know remind you that there's a dick. So. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so there's no problem. I mean, hell, if you can get past my first hole, then I, I'm <laughs> I'm good to go. So yeah, it's the other three. There. Exactly, it's the other three. That I'm like, ah. <laughs> okay. Uh, what else? You got one other thing that here that uh, I was going to bring up. So this this person, and we're not going to say who it is, of course, but um, posted a picture of uh, Austin, uh, who is uh, I think his name's Austin Young. Uh, anyway, he's he's if you, you watch the the family dick videos and things like that, he's the one who looks way younger than he is because he's actually like twenty six now, I think, and he still looks like he's like what seven, 14. 16, 17, uh-huh. something like that. Anyway, um, which is a little creepy. And when he when he first started doing those videos, I was a little like, whoa, that's weird. Uh, anyway, so it's the whole family dick or the gay cest or whatever they want to call it now um and this person uh basically started saying that if you are somebody that uh, uh jerks off to that stuff that um you might as well just say that you want to fuck kids and that really kind of <laughs> took me back you know took uh, made me go what the fuck especially since the guy's name, which I won't say was somebody that, it's a name that kind of contradicts the thing that he's saying, um, but basically saying that if we watch, if we watch uh, stuff like that and approve stuff of uh, videos like that, that, you know, we're groomers and we just, we just are trying to make it so that it's legal to, like, fuck underage. Well, I, I think he's coming from one angle, and I think there, this is a mini-angled um, I, I would discussion. agree with that, yes. Um, because I think a lot of times people, you know, watch those, um, watch those movies not mm-hmm. necessarily thinking that they are going to fuck somebody that looks underage mm-hmm. but i think we all come from well i mean i know i do when i when i want something like that and i am actually like remembering when i was young 
Exactly. That's and how too, much yeah. I was lusting after my friends' dads, mm-hmm. my my dad's friends. Um, mm-hmm. I had some uncles that were hot as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, hell, I used to, you know, jack off my dad's underwear. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Because it was an adult, you know, person, and I was just like, oh my god, there's a penis in this, this pair of underwear, right. and I'm going to be an adult. You know, and uh, so I mean, there was a lot of oddball things. It didn't mean that I wanted to have sex with my dad. Yep. Um, but I'm coming from a place of innocence and thinking of that time when I was innocent, but mm-hmm. wanting to understand more, wanting to understand deeper knowledge of sex, wanting mm-hmm. to understand deeper knowledge of intimacy, right. um, with an adult who would actually have a lot more experience. So, I mean, I don't know. So when I see those movies, a lot of times I'm not coming from like, a, Oh, screw that guy. He looks so young. Get him. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm coming actually from a place of like, ah, oh, yeah, I would have like totally like, you know, lost my nut, had to, you know, to have a dad my like uncle that, or my cousin yeah. or you know whatever came at me you know mm-hmm. and uh he was teaching me stuff i would totally like lose my nut right well and uh for me looking you know I, actually i pretty much come from the same perspective when i'm looking at these but you know age age play and stuff like mm-hmm. that as long as they are legal i'm oh, like totally, it's yeah. good but the the thing is is they're like oh you're grooming because you want to you know no no something like that creeps me out in fact uh, the first videos that came out with him mm-hmm. in it creeps me out, uh, and I couldn't, I didn't watch him for a long time because I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that is going on until I found mm-hmm. out it's a legit thing, and he's actually in his twenties. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? The um, hmm. well, why do you remember I totally that? that. Yeah. I actually have a neighbor down the street who is a good Christian man with three uh, young uh, boys. And when he found out that a gay couple was moving into the, onto the street, now, I mean, now I'm just a single gay guy, but um, mm-hmm. when my ex and I bought the house, um, you know, here, here was these gays moving into this house mm-hmm. where these kids were actually um, doing the, the yard work for the older lady before she died. Mm-hmm. So, um, so the, the family we bought it from, these kids were doing their yard work. So I went over when we first got there, I not thinking a damn thing. Um, I went over and offered, hey, I'm like, hey, your kids have been doing the yard work. We're still trying to, like, you know, uh, fix this house up, trying to get it ready to move into. Um, Because the house had a lot of stuff. Like, it had just ancient carpet, and we needed to get new flooring in. Um, The fireplace was in bad shape. We needed to reface the fireplace, things of that sort. So there was a lot of stuff that needed to be done in advance, and we weren't Mm -hmm. quite ready to move in yet. So I went over and I asked, you know, him um, to, you know, hey, we'll be happy to have your kids, you know, keep, you know, doing the yard work. And he shined me on, shined me on until he had another, you know, uh, neighbor tell me that he's afraid of us molesting his kids. You know what I mean? Mm. And this kind of comes from a really bad place. I mean, you know, um, you know, there's a lot of Christians out there, too, that believe that, you know, we're still grooming everybody's kids to, you know, molest them. Well, and it's always interesting that it's... And then there's pastors. <laughs> well, right, but it's always interesting that it's it's that type of it comes from that type of background mm-hmm. that believes those things yep. when everybody else is just kind of staring at them like, huh? Uh huh. But um, yeah. So I mean, I, I still have yeah. a real hard time with all of this, you know, because it's like nobody's trying to groom your kids. Nobody wants your kids. That's right. I mean, there are people out there that do. I mean, there's pedophiles. But, but pedophiles, you know, kind of defy... Well, you know. and you want to know the creepiest thing of it is that most of the time, it, most child molesters, etc., I hate even talking about this, mm-hmm. are straight. Mm-hmm. Straight that's dads. True. Well, it's true. Because like, let's face it, in my family, mm-hmm. 
most of the adult men were straight identified males, mm -hmm. and most of them went after a lot of us. Yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah. that's one of the things that pisses me off when I hear shit like mm -hmm. that. Yeah, I mean, there's a whole subsection that doesn't, doesn't matter the gender, it's just the youth of the yeah. individual, it's the innocence of the kid, which is just awful. But, um, so I think that I, I personally think this guy is off base, but I I, I can you know, I see, see a little bit of where he's going with it. Yeah, but um, that's not the case for everyone, mm -hmm. and not everybody's coming from a place of like trying to screw something that looks young. You know what I mean? Right. Some people are actually engaging with a period of themselves that when they were young, you know, right. um, they're seeing themselves in the situation. So it's not always everybody trying to screw the you know younger men. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> so, all right. Uh, where are we at? Okay. So, um, no, 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 no. Should we do that? We've got anything coming up over here? Um, we'll save that for next show. And hey, do you want to read our sponsor here? Currently, LGBTQ people of color in America have a disproportionately high rate of new HIV infections. Golden Rule Services wants you to know about an important tool in preventing you from contracting HIV. Pre-exposure prophylaxis, or PrEP, is a medication proven to be 99% effective in preventing HIV infection. If you think PrEP may be right for you, visit your local sexual health clinic. And remember that the stuff that we talk about on the show, we're opening dialogue. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, if somebody has an opposing view or, you know, wants to talk about it deeper or something mm -hmm. like that, we're, we're totally open to discussion. So yeah, don't take angle, it like we're like... This is what we believe, period. We're yeah. open to you. We're discussing. Yeah, Matthew's holes are open. Um, <laughs> my my pants are unzipped. Hey, we don't want to no, talk no. about that. We're ready. Especially somebody that goes to straight bar and seduces women and then are like, I'm gay. That's right. So last night I was at the uh, at a an event um, in town, and, it, and it, we have kind of one of our, our very... Uh, um, Oh God! Uh, it's a suburb that's not usually um, synonymous with gay. Uh, yeah, that's for real. It, it's a, a little way to on put the it. rougher, uh, straight white side. Yeah, um, kind of like Deliverance, but exactly. Yeah. So um, and so, but they were hosting a. Um, I, okay, I, here I will say it for you, and this is from the flyer of the event. Exactly, it was midget wrestling. It was extreme. Sorry, extreme oh, midget wrestling. Okay. So, um, but anyways, uh, a friend of ours wanted to go, and he was going with a, a straight couple of his. So I tagged along, and there was some gorgeous, uh, sexy little guys, little people. Oh yeah, well hell, King Dwarf. Oh my God, King Dwarf was a uh, he's he's he, his buff. His his body is like just crazy. Uh huh. And no, oh oh, oh well, no, I'm King talking Dwarf. about King and Dwarf then, on Twitter. Well, and then last night there was King. Um, uh, oh god, King Midget. Okay. I know. Wow. So King Midget, and then there was another guy that was there. He was hot. He was so hot, but he wasn't. He was just part of their bunch. I don't know that he he didn't he didn't jump up there and, and do any. Um, but the men in the audience were not very pretty. There's not very many pretty men in the audience. Well, but, they don't use skincare like you do. Well, you know. <laughs> but um. Yeah, so I mean, and there was a lot of women, and a lot of women were eyeing me up. I tried to look as straight as possible. Um, That's probably why they were. They're probably like, "There's something about him I like. Uh, he might treat me right." Uh, <laughs> so, anyways, I was a little scared the whole time, just like, "Oh God, if if one the wrong one wrong woman just comes on to me, it's not going to be, you know, there's going to be 
You looking at my woman? Yeah. And you like, turn no, around and go, sorry. No, so I was looking at you. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I would have to totally like come out of it. I was super femme and be like, what are you talking about? Uh, sir. And then you put your arm around to our friend and be all like, this is my husband. You better leave me alone. He's going to beat you up. Well, I have a feeling <laughs> there was a couple of gay couples that, you know, probably, because we all know the gay person or couple that kind of lives in a straight world. Yeah. You know what I mean? That for some reason, either A, they're, they're, they've just never become acquainted with the gay world. Um, or, or they, they had they to live in it, it for so long. Or they, um. Now that's an interesting topic. What? Gays that vilify the gay community. The gay community. Yeah. There's plenty of that. There's uh, a lot of that. Yep. Yep. There's a guy out there, um, always trying to get me to go out with him who is a, um, he's a Christian, a gay Christian, mm-hmm. but he, he identifies as Christian first, gay second. And he, he, mm-hmm. uh, tried to debate with me the, the good points and the bad points of bros. Oh, jeez. I know, and I was just like, I'm not doing it. No. I'm not going to do it with you. And uh, he's been, like, relentlessly asking me out. Very, very nice guy, whatnot, but no, I'm not, no. I mean, somebody who has, and it's easy for us to say internalized homophobia, mm-hmm. um, but I think it has a lot to do with allowing yourself to believe that there, that everybody's morally different. Mm-hmm. And that's not such a bad thing. Mm-hmm. There, moral corruption is... Everybody kind of does this like thing about moral corruption. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm not as corrupt as you because I am not going out to gay bars. Or, you know, I mean, it's just... People have this weird thing where they need to be better than other people. Yeah. And that's my yeah. biggest worry with him is that he's he's finding himself better than everybody else because he lives kind of an isolated, different life because of his homosexuality and trying to, you know, um, merge that with his Christianity. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just like, oh, my God, please. You know, I mean, nothing against those that, you know, of our listeners who are, are uh, Christians or Jews or, or you know, Muslims. Jewish or, people. Oh. Yes. I yeah, And I feel really bad because I am bad about J- Jewish. And the other day I got in trouble for saying Polak. I didn't realize that that was an issue. <laughs> Polish. I used to watch Barney Barney uh, uh, Barney Miller reruns. Yeah, yeah, that's something you don't say. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that that was an issue. So, anyways, I apologize. Um, so, Jewish and Polish, um, but uh, <laughs> whether you're Christian, Jewish, Polish, you know, you know, that's, that's how it goes. But yeah, so I mean, you know, my thing is, is that I, I don't have a problem with your faith. I do have a problem when you bring your faith into other cultures, expecting, you know, to vilify them or well, and make them feel bad. I, I agree, but I will also say that Christians seem to just walk around feeling dominant. They're the dominant ones, and they just think that everybody else is beneath them. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about everybody, so you don't have to write an email. But there are many, especially many around us, that identify that way. Well, it's so weird, though. It's so weird. It seems like, because honestly, if you come across them all, mm-hmm. and the 75% oh, of them... that's a hot video. Anyway. 75% of, uh, of the Christians I know mm-hmm. operate in this hellfire and brimstone arena. Right, yeah. And then there's 25% that are Christians who go by the words of Christ. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? In the mm-hmm. words of Christ, never, like, say shit about gays. Mm-mm. It didn't say anything about, you know, belittling women. No. Keeping slaves. All of these things. And be nice that, to people, give people food and, yeah. you know, health care. Take care of each other, yeah. you know, kind of shit. Yeah. But, um, so, I mean, so the Christians that I have always respected mm-hmm. have been the ones that, you know, have followed the words of Jesus. And, I mean, if you're going to, you know, choose religion um, based on, you know, a deity, mm-hmm. then... And, and Christianity is based on Jesus, mm-hmm. um, then his words probably should be first and foremost, you know. Right. And that's just, you know, my thing. Well, yeah. So my post on Facebook the other day was uh, about religious damage, and, you know, people are like, I won't let my kids be corrupted by your drag queens reading mm. books, and I'm going to teach them, you know, good stuff about how they're going to burn in hell forever if they don't do everything that I tell them to do, mm-hmm. and they don't, they have to do it perfectly. Uh-huh. And that's the shit that I grew up with. I mean, our family wasn't like overly religious, but mm. there was a, you know, there was lots of it around us that, you know, you're, you're a fat, if you're a fag, you're going to hell. Mm. That's all I was, you know, mm. I, I was going to burn forever because of the way I was born. Thank you. Thank you. Why was I, why was I born? Uh, anyway, exactly. No, but, no, that's a good question. I mean, I don't believe that any deity, I honestly, uh, my, yeah, my beliefs are way, way different. Yeah. And, and, and they go to a spiritual level, not so much a you know book level. Right. But. Okay. So uh, I think we've about talked ourselves out. So talked let's go out. ahead and send your comments and questions and feedback to show at BigGaySexShow.com. Give us a call at 408-692-4827. Once again, 408-692-4827. Join our Patreon page at patreon.com slash VGSS. Find all our links at allmylinks.com slash Matt Weegee, M-A-T-T-W-E-E-G-I-E. And that is not all my children <laughs> or the no. days of our lives. All your allmylinks.com. All your children are up to different men's butts right That's now. That's right. Three, four. Oh, I it was just the two. Just five. Oh, Oh, imagine taking your kids to school. They all <laughs> dropped them off at the pool at some point. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, thank you. Eh, I mean, I, that reference just skeebs me a little bit. So, <laughs> you know, the whole, you know, like, oh, breed me. I want to carry around your unborn children. Like, okay, dude. How about just, you know, I want your essence inside me for as long as I can hold it. I got cramps. <laughs> so... <laughs> Anyway, okay, so hope that you got something fun out of this show, or at least some uh, interesting ideas, and we will catch you uh, in a week or so. All right? Mwah. Bye. Bye, y'all. A network of inclusion. Unifospods.net. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. This has been a, for fuck's sake, production.